Welcome to Screw It, Just Do It, the number one ranked entrepreneurship podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, and those aspiring to be so. The aim of this show is to showcase the world's most inspiring and interesting people who've decided to screw it, just do it. We offer 20% inspiration and 80% education, giving you the tools and advice to start, grow, and scale a successful business. I'm your host, Alex Chisnell, fellow entrepreneur, podcast agency owner with a number one podcast and startup advisor to global startup generator and early stage VC, Antler. Each week, I release two episodes, a Q&A every Wednesday with one of the world's most inspiring figures, plus a solo episode every Saturday where I cover the challenges that all of us are facing as entrepreneurs. Welcome to Screw It, Just Do It, 204th episode. This is the first Solo Saturday episode in February, and I want to try something different. So what I'd like to do is hashtag Ask Alex Anything. So first Saturday of every month, I want to answer any of your questions. Um, can be on absolutely everything. could be on entrepreneurship, business, um, it could be personal stuff, could be health and fitness stuff. It could be podcasting, of course. Absolutely anything. Um, you know how to get hold of me by now. It's at Alex Chisnell on LinkedIn, at Alexander Chisnell on Instagram, or email alex at screwitjustdoit.org. So I do get quite a lot of messages, and it takes me a while to answer them um, because I am flat out with the podcast agency at the moment. Uh, we're doing two episodes of this a week as well. My podcast course and my mentoring with Antler as well. So pretty flat out. So it does take me a while to get back to everyone, although I do answer everybody in the end. Um, but look, my purpose here is to use this platform that is heard in 136 countries um, by thousands of people and use this platform to help you if you're feeling a bit stuck. Um, if I can offer any advice from um, my experiences, then I'm happy to do so. Um, I got a question um, back on the 9th of January and apologies for not answering it sooner. My easiest way to answer things I've worked out is through audio, funnily enough, through a podcast episode. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to answer this particular question on this episode, but hopefully um, it helps this person. If you can help them as well, then please listen. And if I can help you in any other way, then just message me right in and I will answer this on the next episode of this show. Let's see if it's popular. If it's not popular, let's give it a go. I like the idea. So, this person says, and I won't identify them because uh, they haven't asked to be identified. Um, they say, love the podcast. It's really inspired me and acted as a guiding light when I've been feeling lost. I finished university with a mar marketing degree in July. I graduated with a first and was quite a high achiever through uni. I've been on the job hunt since graduation and as of yet, had no luck. Numerous second interviews, but currently no full-time job. I'm working a couple of part-time jobs for money, but not in marketing, the sector I'm wanting to move forward in. Because of the many rejections I've been getting, I'm getting a really bad taste of imposter syndrome. And despite what I think is a nice CV, I start to doubt the skills I thought I possessed. 
Have you got any advice to help me get over the many closed doors I've been facing and how to overcome imposter syndrome? Yes, I do. And I can totally and utterly resonate with this because I've been there at the last recession. So first off, thank you for your kind words about the podcast. Genuinely um, mean something to me and I appreciate you taking the time to do that. It's very brave of you to take time out to write into me and reveal something personal about you as well. Um, so I respect that. Um, and it's great that the show has helped you when you've been feeling lost as well. That's that honestly, my work here is done. I can exit planet earth at this point. Um, just from one message like this. Um, so I totally get where you are. Um, struggling to get a job with what you thought, which was the highest you, you could go qualifications wise. Um, and you're getting second interviews, um, but you're not, and you, you're working jobs for money, but you're not doing what you love. So I totally get it. And you're feeling a bit of an imposter um, with the qualifications and the you know experience that you've got um, because you're not getting the jobs where you can actually action this um, these skills that you have. So look, I've got a few ideas on this. Um, clearly for me, you need to be doing what you love. You'd be doing more of what you love and less of what you don't like, because that is my theme of 2020. And I think we should all embrace that. You know, we only live once um, to spend three or four years in uni to get this and then not to actually use it is obviously a complete crying shame. But you're not the only one out there. There's going to be a lot of people in the same situation happened to me the last recession. Um, and I'll tell you what I did, you know, and I remember reading all these stats about this is the average graduate salary. And, you know, these are the kinds of jobs and I wasn't even getting first interviews, let alone second interviews. So, you know, the positive here for me is that your qualification is getting you FaceTime with people, um, but you're not converting in those interviews. So that's an area that I would look to work on, whether you, um, you know, do some, you know, acting out those interviews with other people. Who do you know that um, is possibly in recruitment? Is it somebody's... Um, somebody you know or is it parents of somebody you know who's in HR in recruitment that could help you out and give you some feedback on what your what you how you come across in an interview is like um, because clearly you're getting the interviews through your qualifications um, and look for me what I did I was trying to get a journalist a job as a journalist and I wasn't getting it so what I did was I worked for free uh, I worked for the BBC, BBC Radio Wales, and I shadowed a um, news journalist. And through that, that got me an opportunity where I was then asked to go onto a a youth program for the BBC uh, with a bunch of other youths. And we ended up doing a program that was kind of like a what's on guide, really. And when I was back in Cardiff to, you know, the latest films, the S productions, new music coming out. So I got invited to all kinds of cool stuff. Um, and I love what I was doing. 
but I wasn't getting paid for it at the time. But in hindsight, that looks great on my CV. Opened all sorts of doors. Um, great contacts, great networking, being in a position like that. So what do you need to do to be able to use the skills that you've got? Are you getting in front of the right people, first of all? I don't know if you are the interviews that you're getting. Um, for me, I would be beating down the doors. I'd be thinking, what are the people who are getting the jobs doing? What are they doing? What are they going above and beyond what you're doing to get those? Are they, you know, and I don't know if you're doing this, I'm just saying this, you know, a lot of people hide behind email or social media because it's easy to do so now. For me, I'm banging down the door. I'm there in person um, asking to see the marketing director, the marketing manager, um, and giving them CV and asking, do you have any um, availability at the moment for somebody like me? Um, you know, do your research. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, find out what areas you could you think that company can improve without being disrespectful, of course. Um, but my experience just lately meeting quite a lot of big, big brands, and you'd be surprised how clueless some of them are uh, when it comes to marketing even though they are head of marketing, directors of marketing, people who don't know anything about podcasting. And podcasting, you know, is relatively new in the eyes of most people, i.e. the last year. But podcasting's been around for 15 years. Um, a lot of companies have been using it as a marketing tool to market to people through audio. So, you know, they should be making it their job to find out the different channels of marketing. So therein lies an opportunity for you amongst others. So I'll be identifying, <clears throat> excuse me, local companies or, you know, and then branching out further. There's got to be loads of small businesses that will be crying out for some marketing help that probably can't afford a full-time marketing position. So could you offer to do um, some work for them on uh, an hourly basis uh, in the evenings, at the weekends? Um it's got to be. It's got to be different ways here for you. Uh, I, I like I say, I would be at the very least getting on the phone and asking, you know, to speak to the marketing director, marketing manager, getting past the initial gatekeepers. I'll be finding out how I could improve my interview technique and literally leveraging my contacts to get somebody who's used to giving feedback in this situation, used to interviewing people. Um, and maybe there's somebody listening to the show who has a business, whether that's big, medium or small, who would like somebody with a first class marketing degree and, you know, full of creativity, clearly a hard worker as well, because they're working, you're working part time jobs to earn money, um, clearly has um, a vision, an aim of what they want to achieve, because you've articulated that. And they just don't feel that they're getting the breaks at the moment. But, you know, I'm a great believer that hard work creates luck, creates breaks. There's no such thing as just luck or a, a lucky break. You know, the more you show up, are consistently exceeding in what you do, that will lead to opportunity, i.e. luck. That's how my mind thinks about things. And I would just be thinking, what can you do? that your competitors who are getting these jobs aren't doing? You know, is it working an extra 
hour or two in the evening or at the weekend, um, you know, leverage all of your contacts, your immediate circle, you know, one degree of separation on LinkedIn, friends and family. Who do you know who's got business that could be looking for some marketing help? Be that um, one day a week, X amount of hours in the evening at the weekend, or can you go in and work for free? And yes, there's an argument for, you know, people shouldn't work for free, but look, you make your own opportunities in this life and I would just be doing anything and everything to do what I love. Um, and I think you should be doing the same. I think it's only going to lead to good things if you if you offer yourself to do that. And it could just be for a short period of time that you're able to do that financially anyway. I don't know. I don't know how long you can go doing that. Um, but I, I think you, you do that. And I totally get feeling like an imposter. I, I articulated recently on this show that I felt like that when I heard I was thinking of launching a, a startup course, having helped 500 plus startups. And then when I heard Piers Linney was launching a startup course, I thought, what's the point? <laughs> what do I know about startups compared to someone like him who's taken businesses from startup to seven, eight figure exit? Um, and I launched my podcast course instead, which I had no imposter syndrome over. I totally felt I owned that. I had no doubts so that clearly that was the right decision for me in hindsight. Um, and I did a workshop not that long ago and a, a number of the um, students on the course articulated that they felt they had imposter syndrome. Uh, a number of them had come back, were looking to start working again through their own business and through other people's businesses, having been off um, on maternity leave, having had a baby. And I think it's when you're out of the environment, like you are, you're not in the marketplace at the moment necessarily um, because you're doing other jobs and like these ladies who've been out of the marketplace, out of the job market, you do doubt your confidence. Your confidence takes a knock. You start to doubt yourself. I've been there. I've done it. Happened to me at the last recession. Um, happened to me when I was thinking about doing that course. So look, if one person is feeling like this, you can guarantee there are other people out there feeling the exact same emotions that you are, are having exactly the same frustrations as you are but there are ways to overcome this like I say so to recap for me what can you do that your competitors who are getting these jobs aren't doing two I would um, you know who do you know in your immediate circle you know leverage your immediate circle your immediate network for people who've got potential opportunities and maybe it's someone listening to the show three Get on the phone, physically visit places, go above and beyond what your competitors are looking to do. Um, and be consistent, turn up, be prepared to do anything. Be prepared to take a lower paying job, full-time paying job, just to get your foot in the door, to then showcase your ability to wow them at you know whatever job it is. I've done the most menial jobs at, at the start. You know, I've clean bread from the inside of an industrial bread machine, scraping them off the insides, all sorts of things. Um, but, you know, for me, I look for things that, you know, if you're a hard worker, you're prepared to turn up consistently, exceed. And when you're asked your opinion, you're prepared, you're ready, you've done your research, you know, you have some examples of how people could improve things. Just 
got to be ready for when that opportunity presents itself. And the last point, forgotten how many there were, four or five, I can't remember. Um, I would be finding out who can help you, to, you know, improve your interview technique. We can all improve everything, yeah? So you might be pretty good at interviews, but you, you're, you're clearly not good enough at the moment or you'd be nailing those second interviews. So practice, can you do some role play with somebody to get better at it, you know? Um, play to your strength, but focus, focus on your weaknesses as well. Um, you know, maybe you, you want to set up your marketing agency. Have you thought about setting up your own business or have you thought about going into business with somebody else and setting up an agency, um, like a creative agency and you're doing the marketing side of that? You know, for me, there are only solutions to problems um, and hopefully I've offered a few there. Um, if, if this resonates with you, if this has happened to you as well, please let me know via social or um email. I'd, I'd love to know if this episode has resonated with you and you can relate to it as well. Um, that would be a really cool thing to know. Okay. Um, so thanks for listening. Um, if you'd like to contribute to the next Ask Alex Anything, um, get hold of me via leaving me a message on LinkedIn at Alex Chisnell, um, Instagram at Alexander Chisnell or email alex at screwitjustdoit.org. If you found value in this free podcast, all I ask is that you tell somebody else about it. You don't have to leave a review or write a post on social tagging me in the screw it, just do it hashtag. But if you do, I promise to give you a shout out on a future episode and you have my eternal thanks. I'm at Alex Chisnell on LinkedIn, Twitter and Facebook, plus at Alexander Chisnell on Instagram. Alongside the Screw It Just Do It Facebook page, this houses the Screw It Just Do It community and has the most up-to-date information on all things Screw It Just Do It, including all of our live events. I love hearing from you if you either message me on LinkedIn or email alex at screwitjustdoit.org. I promise to reply. Just give me a little time.